Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is a great Monday morning in Philadelphia. I'm going to say one of the best sports weekends I can remember, and I've lived here for 42 years. My partner is the longtime beat writer for NJ.com and Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. My name's Ken Dunnick. He used to play tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars, and the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark is sponsored by Jersey Man at Philly Man Magazine. Hey, we've got our end-of-the-year party coming up on November 3rd. Lots of uh, food, drink, celebrities, and it's really the only event that we open up to the public for the magazine. So if you're interested in attending uh, in Center City at Ballroom at the Bend, please email me, Ken, at jerseymanmagazine.com for ticket information, and I think you're going to like what you see. So, Mark? Uh, just an absolutely – the only thing I can equate this to with the pure joy in Philadelphia this weekend was uh, when I was uh, able to take part in the victory parade after we won the Super Bowl. And it was just pure joy. I mean, uh, you know, we're the alumni are riding to the uh, art museum at 730 in the morning. The streets are lined with thousands of people, everybody reveling in, in, in the excitement of winning the Super Bowl, pure, pure joy and and this weekend, with a combination of Phillies advancing to the NLCS and knocking out their rival Braves and the Eagles beating Dallas, it doesn't get a whole lot better. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put quite put this on the um, – you know, I'm not there, but I, I wouldn't quite put it off with the Super Bowl parade. But, no, it was um, – it's probably – I was going to say, wasn't it – I guess in 80 when the Eagles – I don't know how the Eagles started that year. It's a long time ago, but – when the Phillies were in the World Series and the Eagles were obviously doing pretty well that year because they, you know. You, you oh, yeah. Oh, that well, they, the back so that was the probably, city, city of champions. Yeah, I mean, right. The Sixers were in the finals and uh, the Flyers were doing well. Phillies yeah, won so it. Yeah, it's, so it's, that's a long time ago, but it's, it's probably, it's probably, yeah, it's probably the closest it's been since then, right? But, yeah, the Eagles 6-0. and I mean, let's, can, can can we just skip through the rest of this regular season and, and, and oh, go to the Oh, I don't like to hear that. Let's not, <laughs> not go there. <laughs> I mean, I get to be nice, you know, just to see if they can go undefeated because, you know. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, listen, I, I, I'll, I'm getting way Undefeated is one thing. I'll, I'll certainly take a division win, but there's some odd things happening in the league. Oh, yeah. You know, Green, Green Bay losing back-to-back games. Yeah, and they're the not Jets good. and Giants and, you know, uh, New yeah, England with a third-string quarterback. You know they're they're on. Hey, that third string quarterback's pretty good. Let me say that. right uh, now. yeah, not, you know, just because he's third string doesn't mean he right. doesn't have qualifications. I've always said that. I mean, he was third string because they had a first round pick starting. Who's not bad? Yeah. And then Brian Hoyer was two only because he's been in the league, you know, forty seven years now. So he kind of got the nod over over the rookie. But I got to say that kid Brown, he's not bad at all. He's he's. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. If, I mean, he he might be better than Mac Jones. <laughs> well, listen, you know, I'm par- I'm partial to third stringers because I was one myself. <laughs> there you go. So, but, so, and, so let let's uh, let's talk a little right. bit about this guy. I think the number one uh, factor that you know, obviously this team was sky high coming into this game, Dallas week prime time on Sunday night, but the Eagles were healthy for the first time in a few weeks. They got Boston Scott, Jordan Mulata, Avante Maddox, and Jake Elliott all back for the game. And I think those are two or four pretty big pieces that certainly uh, added to the equation of the Eagles playing well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you always want to have your, your top guys out there. And it's, I mean, it's, I, I, I mean, they're all important. Obviously, Jordan, Jordan Malata left tackle. 
Uh, but but Jake Elliott too. I mean, you know, you you want your listen, kicker to kicker, or whatever did, did well. But you know, Jake Elliott's the guy. He's your guy. Um, what they do with Dicker the kicker? Did they wave him? I didn't see. Did they? They had put him to, on? yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think they kept two kickers. He's yeah. gonna get picked up probably again by another team that needs a kicker or if a kicker. Well, gets certainly you saw turn. Arizona's kicker uh, strong yeah. again yesterday. Oh. It might be a good spot for. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean the Eagle. I'll tell you this, and this is a credit. It's got to be a credit to Sirianni, Nick Sirianni, and and his staff. They come out other than the Jacksonville game, which they kind of got hit early and they fell behind and there are a lot of reasons there maybe but they come out they come out with they're prepared for whatever the other team's going to do um i mean they they jumped on dallas they jumped on dallas early again now i'm sure i'm sure the people that find something wrong with everything are saying, oh but they almost blew it again hey listen the other you know the other team is getting paid to, to, to play too this isn't like you're playing the washington generals you know, so it was going to. You know, I didn't think. I didn't think it was when it was. What was it? Twenty nothing. I didn't think it was going to be forty nothing. You know no, what I'm saying? Of course I, not. You knew Dallas. Dallas is a pretty good team. They were going to fight back. Now I they're, they're going to get twenty seven yeah, either. But yeah, they're a talented team, but they're undisciplined. They had ten penalties for seventy two yards yesterday. Uh, I, I do week. believe. I do believe Sirianni uh, outplayed and outcoached. Uh, Mike McCarthy badly, and I'll give you two examples of such. The first one is when at the end of the first quarter, he's you know it's obvious to everybody in the stadium that they're going to more than likely not run a play and just try to draw them off offside, and they do draw them offside, and they get a first down uh, near the goal line. So, you know that that's just a, a byproduct. That's four point swing coaching. Yeah, that that that's, that's a, a four. Because uh, Eagles would have taken a, either a timeout or a delay, one or the other, and kicked the field goal. No question. Now, that's four that's, that those four points would have been big when it was twenty seventeen. And you and I were texting each other last night about the McCarthy uh, goof. He goes for it on his own 35-yard line. Now, albeit he did get a bad spot, I thought. He should have challenged. Probably, and he should have challenged. He didn't. And then he goes for it on uh, fourth and a foot from his own 35, and he runs a uh, play-action pass. When you've got Ezekiel uh, Elliott in the the backfield, I mean, to me, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, obviously he did everything wrong there. He should have instead of going for it on fourth. And again, that's not. I'm not going to blame McCarthy himself. That you you pay guys to let you know if you should challenge or not. He can't. You know, he uh, he's he's on the field. He's not seeing right. the replay. But you have someone on his staff that's supposed to be watching that and in his ear saying, "Throw the flag, throw the flag." You know. Um, yeah, well, how do you miss that? How does somebody in the booth miss know. that? It, it, it was uh, obvious. And then McCarthy was asked about it, and he was told, and he were, his his quote was, "I." I was told not to challenge, so I'm 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 having a long talk with my assistant coach Absolutely. on a flight home, I think, or at least or, or this morning. Um, but yeah, so he he messed up by not challenging. When, when they lined up to go for it, I thought they were going to do what the Eagles had done, try to get him to jump offside. You know, cause it, it can't hurt, right? You you try, maybe somebody jumps, and then you get the first down. And then if they were going to go for it, you give it to Zeke and see if you can get a three inches or whatever it was. You don't thrown the ball, I was like, what? I mean, that, you know, with a backup quarterback. Yeah. I mean, Cooper Rush has played well as a backup. Still, still a backup quarterback. Um, trying to fool, you know what happens when you fool somebody, right? Guys that try to fool people wear seersucker in the winter. I mean, they just, <laughs> you know, they're fooling, they're fooling themselves with, with that kind of a play call. 
Yeah, that, um, that, that wasn't going to work. But the Eagles, I mean, again, this, this team is – they're doing everything right. They really are. And, again, other than that Jacksonville game, and, and they did come back and win it, so, you know, kudos there. But and, – and this is on Jalen Hurts more than anybody else. Well, the whole team, but they don't make mistakes. They don't make killer mistakes. No, they're they're a well coached team. Really do they? Well, they, they, they don't. I mean, Hurts has had had to pick six against the Jags. But you know, but other than that, I mean, for the most part, they protect the ball. Um, they don't do the like we just I just pointed out the three things I thought Dallas did. They don't do stuff like that. No taunting penalties. Yeah, right. Like, well, like, like Dallas what's did last. That's because what's his name's Herb. Uh, Bar- Barnett, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but they—they're not very. They're, I mean, every, listen. Every team gets penalties, and sometimes you know you're gonna you're gonna hold. Sometimes, sometimes it's better to hold than, than to let your quarterback get sacked, right? Um, I mean, you're, you're gonna. But they're not. They're not. I, I should. I should look this up. But I would think they're in the top or the bottom half of of pen, most, most penalized teams, right? The Eagles overall. I, I would think they don't so. throw a lot of penalties. Yeah, I haven't tracked it, but I don't remember a lot of. But but it's almost Mark like Nick Sirianni is maturing right before our eyes as a coach. He's you know he's, he's got still the team nuts. He's got he's got the team ready to play every week, and just the little stuff like that that play at the end of the quarter that gets them a first down. You know, a lot of coaches might say, ah, you know, let, let the quarter run out. No, that's an opportunity right. for him to do something that's going to help his team win, and it worked last night. And I see a, a lot of those little things with the challenges and things like no, that. He's, he, right. he, ne- he really right. never misses an opportunity to take advantage when he's got one. And it's really it's kind of exciting to see as an Eagles fan. And, and a lot of that goes probably, you know, you watch the other team all week, right? I mean, that's kind of what you're doing. You're, you're, when you get ready for the team for another game, you're, you know, he, they want, they probably knew that he, they could get the cow. The Cowboys are, like as you called them, un, undisciplined. They're, they're a highly penalized team. So maybe if he's playing the, I don't know, the Giants or whoever, um, Tennessee, who, well, he doesn't, but he knows, hey. We've watched this before. I'm sure this isn't the first time Dallas – and I, I noted that there was a game a couple of weeks ago where Dallas jumped off sides twice. Yeah. Um, so, he, you know, he, hey, listen, if we get – I mean, I don't, think, I don't think he coaches off the seat of his pants. I think he – during the week, him and his coaches got – and they said, hey, if we're, in, if we're in a fourth and less than five, we can, we can probably get them to jump. And they no. they did and, and they did. So. Yeah, everything everything's a well thought out decision. Now Chris Collinsworth, who you know, I'm not a big fan of his style. I respect everybody that does that job because it's harder than it looks. Rich. But Wait, Collinsworth hard. made a, a comment last night, and I agree with it. I think this Eagles defensive backfield is the best that I can remember. And I'm going all the way oh, back to. Wait a minute. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, let, let, me, let me state my case here. All Number right. one, you've got. Uh, a shutdown corner and slay. You've got James Bradbury. I don't know how the Giants release a guy like I, I understand. The well, I don't like think they year. realize. I think if the Giants knew they were going to be five and one, they wouldn't have released him. Well, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm serious. I think the Giants. The Giants went into this year thinking we're rebuilding. He makes a lot of money. We got to do. This. I, I, if if you give the Giants, you know, truth serum and say, you know, but uh, yeah, you. Don't, 
that was a money thing. That wasn't and thinking that well, we're not going to be that good. Why keep a guy who's going to be a free agent next? You know, it was that was that wasn't big. But that, they didn't cut him because he wasn't good enough. They cut him because he was making a lot of money, and the past regime had put that team in, in salary cap hell. Yeah. They had to do something. But anyway, no, I love when they picked up Bradbury. That's when I said, "Uh-oh, this team's for real now." That was the biggest weakness. I thought they didn't draft a corner because I really wanted them to draft a corner, and they. And because of the trades they made and things they did, which were good, don't get me wrong, they were good trades, but they ran out of picks to to to, to get a good corner. Yeah, and they went they, out to find Bradbury. I mean, so they got Bradbury. They, they, they how about Gardner Johnson? Two picks last night. Yeah. He hurts his hand. He comes back and gets and gets a pick. And you know, Bradbury on the first pick was the one that tipped that ball into the air. He, yes. he made a great yeah, play. Was, but now the yeah, Eagles that historian that, that you are, you're going to tell me uh, who was a better Eagles defensive backfield in this one. Troy Vincent, Bobby Taylor, Brian Dawkins, Damon Moore, and Al Harris has. Oh, now you now, you, now your name drop it. Come on, <laughs> that's the best that Eagles yeah. secondary ever. <laughs> no, that that I mean that's there's a there's a Hall of Famer, a near Hall of Famer, of two other guys that were very good. No, no, that that that's the best. But this was good. This is why this is why it's important to have a guy like you with your expertise on the show. You can you can call me out when I make ridiculous statements. No, but no, this is good. You, this is good. Would you agree that this is an, the best uh, since, one of the best yes. in recent memory? Yes, okay. the best since that. You know, that's a long time ago now. I mean, he's always the, the the vice president of the league now. I mean, you know, so <laughs> those guys are older now. They're older. About, yeah. A lot of the Eagles are up in the NFL. Uh, John Runyon, uh, the ex-Eagles yeah. tackle. How about he, how about he had to send a uh, a, a letter a, to a his son? son a letter. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was it's got to be yeah, tough like, over Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, he, he 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 had he it was a five thousand dollar fine and he couldn't use his cell phones for a week. You think <laughs> you think the response to when he got the letter was oh dad? <laughs> no, I think his response was come on dad. <laughs> Hey, um, T.J. Edwards, a really athletic linebacker, 14 tackles uh, total between combined and, and uh, between assisted and, uh, and solo. Uh, he's a guy that's really stepped up. Uh, it's, it's nice to see the Eagles have negated their linebacker position for so long. Now, nice yeah, those guys, and Hassan Reddick, again, with the bull rush. He bull rushed a tight end last, last night. I, I couldn't pick up who it was, but... For a guy his size to just absolutely uh, center the guy up and push him right back into the quarterback, he seems to do it every game. He didn't get any strip sack last night, but he certainly made the quarterback rush. All right. Um, let me ask you this, because I like getting a player's point of view on this, because, I mean, I, I know what I think, but you could tell me, no, it doesn't matter. I think, the bye, I, don't, I think the worst thing that's happening right now is that they have a bye week. Well, you hate to see a team go into a bye week when they're hitting on all cylinders right. like this. Only, nothing good. I mean, they're not injured, so it's not like, well, we, we, we need this bye because we have five guys that are, right. you know, not be able to play that now. They Although Lane Johnson went out last night, his uh, his status yeah. is un- undetermined right now. I'm not going to go there. Um, <laughs> but I, I just think when you're six, when you won six, you don't, as a player, you can't wait to play again, right? You don't want to wait two weeks to play. You want to play tomorrow when you're when you know, it, 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 certainly. I could be. Uh, am I wrong? Am no, I wrong? No, no. From a player standpoint, and again, it does depend on the injury situation. But from a player standpoint, 
you know, this is where the legs start to get tired. So uh, would I prefer to have it a little bit later in the season? Yes. But, um, you know, there's something to be said about, you know, beating Dallas on a Sunday night prime time, now having a week off, and then kind of, you know, recharging the batteries. That's a good point. For for what's going to be listen, you, we we talked about the schedule and the the schedule is certainly favorable coming up. You got the Steelers who are down. They did wind up beating Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't know how did that happen. Well, the, it happened because Tom Brady has no offensive line. Yeah. That, that's that's one of the reasons it happened. Then you got Houston Texans who I think you know, uh, are not an elite team, but they're. I think they're better than advertised, certainly. Well, I tell you uh, what the Houston Texans do. They're not going to beat the Eagles. They're not, they're, they're not going to win many games. But they're going to make you work. Like, they, they play hard and they play physical. Yeah. So the Eagles are going to come out of that game little, with some bumps and bruises. They'll, they'll come out with a win. But it's not going to be a walk in the park win. It's going to be a, you know – we have we're going to be in ice tubs on Monday because in Houston, <laughs> Lovey Smith that's his, that's always been his style and and he's playing it with a bunch of young kids in, in Houston that they they come out to play now they they just don't have enough talent especially on the offensive side of the ball to be you know even an average team but they're gonna but they hit you <laughs> and then that they follow it up with the Washington Commanders and it wasn't that long ago Mark that. You and I were talking about the quarterback situation and how we couldn't believe that, uh, or Ray Dinger called the Hurts pick the worst draft choice he had ever seen. I think you might walk that back now, but um, it, it, to me, Hurts is is showing Mahomes-like skills in his ability to avoid the pass rush. And Carson Wentz is shot. I mean, I was at that Washington game that the Eagles uh, totally dominated, and you know he's he he's got uh, scared feet back there. He's he's looking for the next hit, not looking for the next receiver. So, although his stats are not terrible, yeah, but they're 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 that's why stats don't always tell the story. Why the right. stats? his stats were well, he had good know, stats quarter. last year with the Colts too. Exactly. Yeah. Now, of course, he wants his finish. He, I mean, I mean. Ron Rivera tried to walk back on the, on what he said, but he said it, and he, yeah. it and, he, and he knew it when he when he was asked, you know, why are, you know why is your team not? You have three good teams. The three best teams in the NFC might all be in the NFC East, by the way. That's um, amazing, isn't it? I know. When, like, two years ago, it was the worst division of all time. Yeah. Um, but he was asked, "What's the difference between your team and those three teams?" And he didn't didn't bat an eye and said, "Quarterback." Listen, back in the day, coaches would say that stuff all the time to motivate you. It's you you can't do that now. You have to coddle these guys uh, and, well, he uh, said and, and stroke them. He said he said it and he meant it. And then, then he tried he, to yeah, when he realized yeah, what he yeah, said. He, yeah, he yeah. See, I played back in the day where coaches didn't worry about your feelings. Exactly. You either you did the job or you got fired, and there was no guarantees or anything. So, not that I'm no, telling. No, I don't think you should go out of your way to rip them. I mean, listen, as a writer, I loved it, but. You know, some things you can't say, but that was right. boom. He, he put it right out there, quarterback. That was, that was kind of an in-your-face statement. But so you and I are going to uh, take a week off. We are. Yeah, we get a buy too. Uh, we get we get a buy week, and we'll we'll rest up and get ready for this this playoff run. But uh, Mark, it's always a pleasure talking Eagles football with you. We'll do it again in a couple weeks, and we hope everybody enjoyed the bird race with Ken and Mark. Sponsored by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine, and we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Take care, everybody. Have a good week. So long.